0: Joining us for the National Museum of the Surface Navy podcast episode XYZ, I have no idea. <laughs> Once again, are we at 121? Yeah. Uh. Well, I'm 21. 21, one, but episode you added 21. one. So, been for so, five years. Yeah. so was this like starting a new checking account? You put a one in front of the number? Yeah, something like that. So, so it, it didn't look like you were going to bounce a check. Okay. <laughs> My name is Jonathan Williams, um, President and CEO. I've been off the air for a few weeks now. Um, focused on some other things. In a bad mood, I just suddenly decided not <laughs> to join the air for a little bit. I'm back in a better mood now, so I'm back Yay. on board and uh, joined. Of course, did did uh, this guy's name change from the the Roundup weed killer? Nope. It hasn't yet, but it it's it sticking. was brought up
1: last week because since the animals have been introduced to the backyard, no more Roundup. So, uh, so Captain, Captain Captain
0: Roundup, Roundup is gone.
1: It's all pickaxe now.
0: <laughs> Captain Roundup is gone, and now, <laughs> a, now Dr. Pooper Scooper has arrived.
2: <laughs> oh, Lord. <Yeah. laughs> this podcast is deteriorating quickly.
3: The pickaxe speaks to me. It's kind of a minor thing. Yeah. You know, oh, wow. it's like a digging so, up a mine.
2: Is that, is that a double entendre, or like say, minor a, and minor? Yeah,
3: could, yeah. Be, could yeah. be.
0: And then, yeah. of course, we've got uh, this, the Ice Queen. Has that changed since I've been gone?
2: Canfield started calling me Button Pusher.
0: Button pusher. So we got the so, Ice Queen button pusher.
2: Yeah. So, you know. Get a that doesn't yeah, seem like an upgrade.
0: <laughs> and then, uh, nuts and bolts. That's Has that changed? Nope, nope, not at all. Oh, it's still nuts and bolts. Mike and Catcher.
1: <laughs> what is happening? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and today
0: we are joined by VJ. Uh, uh, who is Victor uh, what's the James Victor. James do you Victor like to James. go by Victor James is that like Todd James LL Cool J you know that's LL Cool J my locals.
1: grandpa's name was Victor my dad's name was Victor and then because my parents are the most unoriginal people in the world named me Victor after my grandpa and James after my other grandpa but they couldn't call me Victor because there were too many Victors already so I've been going by VJ Okay. Forever, so you, you go
3: by VJ.
2: We have the same thing. I'm named after my grandmother, yeah. Martha and Anne. So, yeah.
3: so when you're in trouble, I can just start and go, Victor James. That's
1: the thing. That's the joke that I always make. I know that my real name is VJ, not Victor, because when my mom was furious with me, which let's be real, all the time <laughs> when I was growing up, she would scream, "VJ, get over here!" It was never wow, was never Victor. Victor James, get huh? over here. No, I don't think my mom has ever called me. Anyone in my family has ever called me Victor, ever. okay so we'll we'll call you vj you're going to be a lawyer victor james the third yeah esquire victor james the third yeah esquire
0: that does work yeah so so career change (laughs) guys i'm starting a
1: law firm here we go Yeah. yeah so
0: uh uh let's kick this off we're gonna get questions i guess going so um tell us about yourself let's just start this out really easily who are you? What are you about? Where are you from? This is a existential question. Why are you
1: here? <laughs> I know. Is this how you guys always start these things? Yeah, no, no, right I just yeah. decided this was a good way to start. Tell Four us about or five hours long? Uh, I'm VJ. I've been I'm the guest services manager here on the Iowa, means I handle tours, which now means ticketing. Uh, I am I started working here in 2015 uh, in events, uh, then I was gone for 2 years. Didn't love those 2 years in Colorado. I love the state of Colorado. You guys, I love you, oh. but but <laughs> did not enjoy it back here in tours uh and been here been back since the beginning of 2020. Yeah, because it was right before everything. Yeah,
0: you're so a Hawaiian like boy. Today. How
3: did how did he deal with the Colorado cold? It was a nightmare. <laughs> so,
0: so we know your life didn't start in 2015, as far as we know, because you are older than seven. Um, I think some good, math. I mean, mentally, but,
1: I don't know about that, but,
0: but so you went to Colorado, it was cold and then we'll go back b- before 2015. Now we've realized you're Hawaiian because um, Mike, Mike advertised, he outed, he outed you already on that one without you even saying anything. So we'll go back and visit those stories momentarily. But, uh, I do want to highlight, you know, I informed you, I, I, I like to take credit here. I told you when you moved to Greeley, Colorado, what you were going to be presented with and you were
1: yeah i think i text you yes like you did. the day that i got or the the, the first morning that i was there it's like you were right That you were right i've been here for less than 24 hours you open the door it smells like
0: it's a slaughterhouse
1: slaughterhouse and manure yes there's no better Grease, way to play town much. it is <laughs> it, it is. is yeah
0: my sister went to college there for one year in her freshman year and i remember driving up there in the Volkswagen bus because of course we had no seat belts in the back seat, so yeah. I must have flown Naturally. across that thing a number of times. And I remember pulling into Greeley <laughs> and a there was like a slaughterhouse to the side and we I had to get my dad to pull off the road and I opened the door and just threw up everywhere. And wow. it was just the worst worst do. thing I
1: ever yeah. smelled. <laughs> mm, good way to start the door. What do you guys have for breakfast this morning? Yeah, yeah. I used to
3: drive through there every week coming up from Denver too. I mean it's <laughs> I don't know exactly yeah, what it's it,
1: like. It 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 was not my favorite two years. And the snow was not I worked in Longmont, so I was about thirty-ish miles away from where we lived, and there were mo- like two legitimate blizzards that I had to drive through. Where I thought to myself, "Oh, I'm gonna die." Yeah, fully it's not thought. Fun. Like you know, like when you're on an airplane and you hit really bad turbulence, yeah, and just for a split second, you think, "Oh, the plane's going down," but then it passes immediately. It was three hours of that feeling of just, "Okay, this is this is what's happening." <laughs> a lot now. of tense driving. Yeah. God,
2: happy to be back in California. <laughs> yeah, cool. What was it like growing up in Hawaii?
1: Awesome. Is that yeah. easy to say? Best place to, uh, very expensive. I know that. Yeah. I'm very privileged or very lucky to have been born and raised in Hawaii and Honolulu, went to a great school, uh, but it is the best. It was Ooh. the best. In so the water this,
2: all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So we know the school system over there. So tell us, VJ, about the, the,
1: the schools that you went to in Hawaii. I knew you were going to bring this up.
2: Why are you glaring at Jonathan right so, now?
1: <laughs> so I went to the same school from kindergarten to my senior year of high school. Whoa. Uh, it was Punahou. Uh, it's a private school. It's a very nice, awesome school. One of the best schools in the nation. But in kindergarten... Because there's the King schools.
0: The, the, I don't know if you guys know much about the schools in Hawaii. No. Okay, so if you're native Hawaiian, right? Yes. You, you can go to the King... You um, can go to Kamehameha. Kamehameha. Yeah, you yeah. go to Kamehameha school, you have to be native Hawaiian and be accepted to go into the Kamehameha schools, which is like a really upper echelon school in Hawaii. I mean, it's. Cool.
1: I mean, I went to Punahou for 13 years, so I would say. Punahou's Punahou is pretty big, yeah, too. Okay, just, yeah, just <laughs> maybe but you, Pur- you tried Pur- to get the Pur- Pur- I did. in the Kamehameha school. In kindergarten, my parents were like, OK, we got to get him. We're going to try him out for the private schools. S- Spoiler alert to any parents that are listening in Hawaii. If you think your kid is super friendly, but maybe not the smartest person in the world, get them to go to try out for all the private schools when they're in kindergarten, because 90% of it is personality and fun. So that's yep. how I got into those <laughs> schools. But, but yeah, I tried out for all the private schools. Uh, went to, I am part Native Hawaiian, so I tried out for Kamehameha. It was either the first or second one. I, I don't have a full memory of it because I was four, but I was sick Like a week leading up to it, we couldn't reschedule this interview because they have so many kids that are applying. And talking to the person, I like wasn't my normal fun self. My mom said, like, uh oh, not a good sign, but you know, maybe he'll be okay. He's good. And then about fifteen minutes in, just again, good morning, everybody. Puked just fully across (laughs) the table into the interviewer's lap. And then I think my parents were both just they were both just that was the end okay, of your Kamehameha career. Let's go to the career. next one. Let's go. That was in the end of your Kamehameha career. Yeah. yeah, it was wow. not great. But hey, <laughs> I got into... I, I, like, I really got enjoyed into my school that I went to. Yeah. My parents didn't believe it at first. I think they got the letters both on the same day. And they opened the, the Kamehameha one. And they're like, oh, he didn't get in. Okay, well, what are you going to do? And I pretty sure my mom opened the the Punahou one and was looking at it. And I was like, no. What? No. And I like, I... I think he got in like they could <laughs> not believe it which you know shows the shows your brilliance <laughs> wow. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> shows
0: your brilliance you were born with your brilliance so so are you a surfer
1: see this is the thing <laughs> there's all the hawaii stereotypes or uh-huh. it's like oh do you like go to the beach do you go surfing and if, you know part of you wants to be like Ah, oh, these stereotypes are so dumb. Like, how dare you think like? But of course, everyone. So I didn't, you know, I wasn't known as like a surfer, but everyone goes surfing, you know, when you're in Hawaii. Were, occasionally, like, like, yeah. Hawaii why not? And Exactly. And I did in high school. I did paddling, you know, <laughs> on those Hawaii Five O and Hawaii Five O. The original series filmed an episode in the house that I grew up in. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's all the stereotypes. Like, oh, you know, Hawaii Five O was like
3: Ooh, Steve McGarrett? Yeah,
1: yeah. We have we had a signed. Um, Script from the whole from the whole cast although if anyone wants to look it up it is if not the worst, one of the worst episodes. <laughs> I mean, we actually of watched that it on series. the ship.
3: Remember Bookham Dano? Yep. Yeah, because it was actually—I'll never forget this. We had the ship up in Richmond. We were there. Remember the TV that was in the the wardroom was like our little living room. Yeah, we only got like three channels. Yeah, literally three the Korean channels. Korean channel and, that Dave Whale was yeah, on. Yeah, Dave Whale was the Korean channel, guy. and one of them was—I forget the name of it. It's the, the the oldies but goodies. You know, Gilligan's Island that Bewitched yeah. was on, and and uh, yeah, like Hawaii channel
0: CW and, or whatever.
3: Yeah, it just it was hilarious. So about noon, I remember doing this. I do a PB and J sandwich because it's kind of all we could eat for. <laughs> yeah. And it sit there on the on the couch and watch about 20 minutes of Stephen Garrett and, and, uh, and yeah, that's D- all there Dan was to watch. Just, yeah. Literally that's 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 the lunch all time. It was. Yeah.
0: And then post nine o'clock was the Korean channel where you couldn't understand anything going on, but Dave Wei explained the plot line. It was the same plot line every time.
1: Does Dave <laughs> speak Korean? No. No. Oh, oh, it's just the same plot.
3: Every <laughs> it's scene. the same he, plot. he speaks Korean film, but...
0: but I mean, they, yeah, you know, they start out as friends and then, then things start to break down and a girl gets involved and they get mad and about 15 minutes in, they start kicking, kicking each other's
3: Marshall butt Butts, and, yeah. you
0: know, and 22 minutes later, they all make up and everybody's good. So, like, yeah. every one of them was that way. So we watched it every night about... from He watched it from 9 to 11 and then, like, Hitchcock came on at 11 and we watched that oh, until midnight. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah, a, a juxtaposition
1: between Korean K-drama yeah, straight into Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah that's right? pretty
0: much what happened. <laughs> so, so, um, so you were born and raised on battleships, right? That's how you got involved?
1: Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll just assume that? A lot of, yeah, I, essentially born and raised here. I, like I said, born and raised in Honolulu. Uh, and then when I was 16, I became a tour guide for our sister ship, the USS Missouri. Uh, at the time, I was the youngest Tour guide they ever hired for a, for a long time at least all the time that I was there uh, they probably hired me and they're like
0: Phew. why'd they Never hire you again why'd they hire you went to that private school they, know, bad, bad. they heard fun yeah, what, what was it <laughs> what was it about was your, your job application <laughs> that you filled out
1: uh, I didn't even do a job application uh, my oh, my family no. actually just walking my around family people around <laughs> oh wow <laughs> no but my my family owned a print shop uh, in in Honolulu and they used to do all the brochures oh. for the Missouri like the handout brochures. So I would help my dad deliver because there was like these big boxes. So I would just jump in and I was, I must've been 15. I helped him deliver one time as a thank you, the head of tours of their tours department, Sam Lowe, uh, who you old head of tours. He's like, let me show you around. So like, you know, thank you guys so much. Cause my dad would always like give great deals to like big local businesses and all that stuff. And by the end of him showing us around, he's like, do you want a job here as a tour guide? It's like, well, I'm I'm fifteen. You know, I, I don't want to go through the effort of like having to do a work permit. It was like gonna be, you know, six months until I was sixteen. It's like, no no no, and kind of thinking it was an empty offer. He was like, Oh, thank you. Awesome. I have and this then, brochure, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't and know then, you
0: were fifteen because you had a beard at the time. But go ahead.
1: <laughs> hey, the beard's a new thing. It's a shocking <laughs> to me is. as it is to everyone else that I could grow this beard. But but yeah, he he called back for a um for like a renewal on the on the brochures, and then he during that phone call I was like I asked my dad, is your son 16 yet? Can he start working? Uh, so then i like, yeah. And then I, I went over, started doing that. And I've been doing it ever since.
0: <laughs> so then you came here for college?
1: Came out here for college. Uh, so went out to the University of Redlands. Shout out Redlands, Bulldogs, Octomali. Uh, but it's about an hour east of where we are. A little more than an hour east of where we are. Uh, and then I actually went back home to like help take care of some family stuff after college you know like okay we got to move my grandma into like a home and all this stuff and i was there for about six months and then if you guys remember josh yeah our old education guy he uh came here to help with education uh from the missouri and then he reached out to me he's like hey man i know you wanted to get back to california there's an opening in events you should come down here and then
0: you came here came here and then you're stuck here so I, so what is it later- that you like about being here why why are you here like yeah,
3: why do we pay you? Why has anyone
0: just said the paycheck yet? No, no, no Wait. I'm why we, well, <laughs> that's fine. I mean,
3: <laughs> which
1: it that's a, for a nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a, that's
0: a slap in reality for <laughs> no, me, but that's okay. No. I can take that reality
1: slap. No. no, I love this. I mean I've been doing this I've been doing this for such a long time and turning something that it is it is a great feeling. Turning something that was just a fun interest. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh I like talking about this stuff. It's I love I was a history major in college. You know, I always focused on Kind of the World War II, very original, you know, I like history in America, it's World War II, but, but it was by far my favorite part. And then it went from being just a fun part-time job in high school and college to now it's a career that, you know, is not many people can say they can do something that they enjoyed doing when they were 16 for a tiny little extra, you know, little bit of money to go to the movies on the weekend. And now it's, now it's a, a career that I fully enjoy doing every single day.
0: So now you're moving into being Sam Lowe.
3: Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, recently uh, elevated to manager. Yeah. Literally in the the last four weeks. Four weeks, I think, give or take. Yeah, about that. So, yeah, you've been around. That's
1: cool. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's, It's, you know.
0: So what do you like to manage?
1: I mean, my expectations every single day. But, okay, (laughs) Sorry. 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 Do you fulfill your own expectations on a daily basis? I mean, I always make this joke that it's just a thing, but I'm... You know, part Hawaiian, half Asian. There's no way I could fill up my own expectations for myself. <laughs> it's like your parents tell you, you know, like, you got to be here. But you're doing here, but it's still not good enough. That has been embedded in my brain now. So, no, I could have the best day in the world. Like, <sighs> oh, I, I didn't, you know...
0: Not quite good enough. not yeah, when you were four. Yeah, exactly.
1: There's always <laughs> that tiny little enough. thing in the back of your head. It's like... Yeah, the barf episodes have been there for... Yeah, <laughs> it's, like may, yeah it's, it's... But yeah, you know, most days I go home and, and feel pretty or good or about barf. myself. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think Mike probably didn't know the story about the kindergarten barf across the desk. So next time you have a meeting with him, he's going to throw a piece of plexiglass between the two of
1: them. I mean, probably. It's a lot DMV. shorter than the one that I made it across in kindergarten. So.
3: Are you feeling pressure now? You're a manager obviously i'm feeling captured <laughs> no I'm, I'm a superhero w- that feels what no anxiety whatsoever what are your
1: meetings like with me i mean honestly pretty fun to be honest with you <laughs> dang it so. you're gonna ruin the image <laughs> that's, that's, that's I mean, ruining mike's sorry. reputation um, uh, cut so <laughs> 10 seconds back okay mark it marat okay <laughs> it's terrifying it it's <laughs> intimidating right answer i just i i don't the words I—it's scary to sit this close to you right now. There's not a desk between. Mike us. just closes the door and dogs <laughs> it.
0: You—you've come to learn that actually the nicest one is Mike and not me.
2: Don't answer that. <laughs> trap. I
1: was gonna say that is no no comment entrapment.
3: Have, have I been clear in my expectations? absolutely yeah go. yeah no barfing number one well no promises but we'll
1: see. review
0: period was a month ago so we'll deal it's with true. this again in another
3: 12 months
0: make sure we revisit this conversation oh, was i clear on my expectations okay we'll put that on the review okay. did, not barf. Like no did up. not barf no No please
1: up. so
0: so what are you looking forward to the most as you're sitting in a room with there's what five or five of us yeah Gosh, I could count. I can't count much anymore. Right, but five of us. There's five of us in this room. But little Dino VJ, you're actually standing on a stage of about a thousand in front of you. So what are you going to say to a thousand people in front of you? Like you're, you know, you're an up and comer. You're on. You're in the Honolulu Dome. You're at Neil's Slide <laughs> <Excuse Blidesail laughs> Arena.
1: Thunderdome. I mean, you were so <laughs> close. You were so close to being right with that name. <laughs> like, uh, Blaisdell. I think it's Blaisdell or something. Blaisdell. Neo Blaisdell. Blaisdell Center, Neil Blaisdell. Center Blaisdell. and Arena. Yeah, So okay. where we had our graduation. Okay, sorry. Aww. Hawaii, shout out. But, but um, I don't know. Come down to the ship. Come visit me. Come hang out. Oh, Take a okay. tour with so me. okay, so he's going to go to the advertising. Yeah, Straight absolutely. to the advertising. What Smash do you want? that subscribe <laughs> button while you're here. here make a donation. What do you want people to know about you? Ooh. My name is... PJ? No, what do you want to know about you <laughs> and I about? like? And I barf when I was four years pizza. old. Pizza. I like yeah. pizza. And burgers. And no. Um, you,
3: you ride to work on a skateboard every morning. Oh, yeah. gosh.
1: Yeah. I live about two miles away. So I, I almost got obliterated by a car the other day. Not my fault. Guy almost ran through a red light. It well, was all good.
3: It's like San Pedro. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That kind of thing happens. Well, make but sure I definitely sure had a moment of like, drivers have to ride away here. Should, I expect you to limp your way in every day, no matter what. I mean, I have expectations. Sidewalk.
1: (laughs) Back to me. I. You think everyone should know that I like talking to people, obviously. And come down to the ship, and you can talk to me in person and hang out, and we'll be best friends.
3: What do you like about the Iowa? Has anyone said the paycheck yet? I'm kidding. No. Um, <laughs> besides the paycheck. I mean in not picking on no. other ships. I mean, this this is a cool
0: thing. Like this ship and where we're going and what we're doing and the, and the fact it's gonna stretch all of us. When yeah.
1: I when I first came here seven math, seven years ago, it was like, okay, there, you know, it's it's a different ship, it's a good opportunity, and you know, I wanted to be back in California. Like that's you know why I I had the experience, that's why I wanted to be here. And then after two weeks, three weeks, I realized how much mm different of an environment it was than every other kind of museum ship that I had been on. And then how much, how much growth there is, how much people are working to push everything to the future, to looking, not looking forward to how we can grow. It's not just, okay, we have these things, you know, we're, we're set. We're just going to stay. We're constantly changing, constantly evolving, constantly adding new things, you know, Museum of the Surface Navy. And it, it, it was, kind of a really eye-opening experience of what I thought what a good you know I'm not saying that the other ones aren't good everyone's doing what they can but but there's a very big difference between you know kind of being happy with what you have and then being happy with what you have but then also like what else can we do to make everything better and it's it's not just like okay once a year we have that conversation it's Every single day, we are looking to grow, expand, evolve.
3: There's, there's constant tension here to, yeah. to pull yourself forward and pull yourself up. Yeah. Constant tension. Exactly. Yeah. And it's,
1: it's a good environment. It's a great environment. It's, it's exhausting
0: sometimes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. working it's exhausting, exhausting in a really but good way. I mean, yeah, it can get exhausting. Yeah. But we, I mean, I think the whole environment, we all push ourselves to be to the next, the next level. Constantly, every day.
3: I think of it as tension actually pulling you up because that's what we're always looking at that that higher point, trying to think of what we need to do and what we can do, and it's always that expectation of we can do more and do better. We have oh, a new no. tour. You should
2: talk about that a little bit.
3: Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Now, it's we recently. Uh, well, I'm gonna say the name of it is the Escape the Mothball Fleet Tour, uh, which is uh, kind of recreating what you guys did uh, when we had to get the ship out of mothballs to get you know ready to become a museum. And it is you go essentially four decks up from the main deck, uh, four decks seven down, down, seven down. Seven oh, I down. Get, well, seven because it's the
2: it's sort of like yeah. Too.
1: But but you go well down into the ship, and it is so much fun. I ran my first one on Sunday. It's so much oh, fun, And not It's, cool. it's, it's yeah. um you you're you're seeing a lot of the same areas that you would. If you were to mash together, you know, our gun and our engineering tour. But the thing, the real big selling point in this is you are guiding yourself through these areas. Per- it is an escape room. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's you know, we're, we kind of talk about it as being an escape room, a little bit of a scavenger hunt around the ship. Uh, you have a guide with you uh, for safety reasons, because this is a battleship. <laughs> we, we, we need supervision. But for the most part, you are walking around, you know, on your own volition looking at bullseyes, you know, trying to find where the next stop is on the tour. And it is, it is so cool. (laughs) It is great. That's
0: gotta be, I mean, I remember doing that on ships we've never been on before and it's like slightly stressful, slightly mm -hmm. discovery. It's like kind of exciting, always exciting.
2: It's fun when you're guiding it too, because watching people find their head, they have those moments where they just light up when they've got it. And also you're standing there and you're like, you just walked right past it. Go back, go back. And you can't say anything. On Sunday,
1: when, when you, brought me through it we were down in aft steering spoiler alert
2: spoiler alert but
1: there's a thing in aft steering that you have to you have to find and i was when laughing I did at it, you guys i just like fully blind it was right in front of me no hints but it was a thing i needed was right in front of me i walked past it probably three times and then the group that i did on sunday they did the exact same thing right. like okay so it's not just me <laughs> i was laughing at I know. I know i've been like, on these ships since i was 16 uh-huh. like i knew what i was looking for <laughs> i just
3: It's a quick quick description too. The ghost fleet, as we call it, was really this assemblage of ships that had been retired either through the Navy or the Maritime Administration and some others. The Coast Guard even had a few ships. It was technically
2: the reserve. Reserve
3: fleet is the actual term, and it was it was administered by the Maritime Administration or MARAD, as we call it. And it was up in Sassoon Bay, and the ship was on what we call G, along with about 12 or 13 other ships, as I recall. We were on the end of G, and and so we were able to go not just through the aisle, of course, but also through some of the other ships looking for parts. Yeah. And it's amazing what you just mentioned is really an amazing experience. You step aboard a vessel that's 600, 700, 800 feet long. You've never been aboard. You have one door to get into. The ship is dark. You have a flashlight. Yeah. And you're looking for stuff. What do you do? And it probably has 10 or 12 decks, you know, so where do you go? It's like walking into a dark building, you know, only it's on its side and you know, sitting in the water. You know, It's an amazing experience. It's like the
0: Winchester Mystery House on a ship and it can, <laughs> yeah. things can dead end and doors could be locked. and
3: Yeah, you're looking for drawings or you're looking for parts and you, and you kind of have this feel of how the ship might be designed, but you don't really know. I mean, there was probably seven different types of ships. There. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was just like crazy
3: so it's, it, yeah from an escape room point of view i mean that was an incredible experience and this has elements of that you yeah. have the lights on at least but um, you know it's, it's, it's pretty cool we'll see we'll see if we can get those lights turned off at some yeah. point if the fire department agrees to it no
1: no we're not doing that no
2: <laughs> i'd love way. to get the red lights on at some point do it like on on a ship at night would be kind of fun they
3: yeah, have those actually some of them do work but not too many up in the bridge they do
0: yeah i, I i'm looking forward to seeing seeing what happens with that and uh and seeing how that comes together all right, closing it out with VJ, the tour manager and the guest, head services guru, manager. guest services manager. And he will be waiting for every single one of you to book your Escape the Mothball Fleet tour. He, as he mentioned, it's pretty much booked or so starting to get booked through October. So there's a few slots available. Give him a ring or an email or email our group sales at labattleship.com and get on that escape room and scavenger hunt tour. Of course, all of those are made possible by every one of you, our listeners. And our supporter base and our donor base that continues to support us and allow us to do amazing things and keeps all of this small staff employed and 90% of the volunteers passionate about what they do. Yep. So, volunteer by signing up at slash volunteer, I think, but maybe not, but PacificBattleship.com.
2: Should Donate. Send an email yeah. if you have any questions, comments at yep. podcast at LABattleship.com.
0: Closing it out. Out. Thanks, DJ. See you. Thank you. See Bye.